And I always love to hear those old school NFL chimes because that means it's once again time for us to hit our week seven NFL Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks. How are you guys doing? I was better before last week. <laughs> Fall from grace. Fall from grace. I was about number 10 of the country, and now I'm probably like number 100. I don't know. So with me, it's uh, Chad the Mark, myself, here with Biggie and Mr. Brown. We're missing Turbo Tommy, as, as normal, and Mongo. He had to deal with a, a broken heart, it seems. So we missed him today. He's just going to tell the kid that's the first of many. Buckle up, son. <laughs> but uh, Mongo had been doing well, but let's just kind of remind everybody you can follow along on NFLPickWatch.com. Mr. Brown, you stayed in the top 25. You're 21st nationally. How you feeling? Damn good because this is my off year, uh, off season sport. It's supposed to be your all's expertise. You're the baseball guy, right? And here we are. Biggie, you are sitting a little bit further down the list. Mongo's 42, you're 118. Yeah, I went from like 50 something to 118. I had a horrible week. Well, I went one- pear shaped. <laughs> I'm 181, so don't feel bad. Well, last week I did a little bit of. Uh, I went against what my initial gut feeling was a few times, and I burnt me on each pick. Turbo, who's not with us today. I mean, he's with us in spirit, right? I mean, he's alive. Unprecedented. You, Thirteen and two. How? 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 He was. He God was, shined on him because he makes nice decals. He went thirteen and two, and he's only ahead of me by one now. It's insane. But that's kind of where we stand. You guys can always follow along on PickWatch.com or see our picks when it comes to social media. But we're going to get to the picks this week. Let's start with the Thursday night game. We'll just say we were across the board, but we're, we're actually watching it right now unfold. We're in the two-minute warning, two-minute drill for the New Orleans Saints. And what was the spread on this game, Biggie? Saints were a two-point home favorite, and uh, 74% of the money pregame was coming in on the Jags to cover plus two. So a lot of money on the Jags, but we all just felt like the Jaguars were going to win this game, right? Yeah, we liked them to win, not just to cover. I think we were across the board on the Jags. I didn't care what time zones they've been playing in. Give me the Jags all day long. All right, so if we end up overreacting here to something in the background, it's because there was some game heroics. So I'm hoping that happens and we can listen to this tomorrow and enjoy it. I could go for an Alvin Kamara TD. I'm sorry. (laughs) We always got an interest here somewhere. Speaking of having an interest, the first game on the docket, uh, this is a 1 o'clock game, so we're not overseas on this one. The Raiders on the road – to Chicago. Like, the Raiders just keep finding themselves in these games that don't amount to much. Uh, like, just bad teams playing each other. It's that competition for the number one draft pick. Raiders are a two-and-a-half-point road favorite in this situation with Chicago. So, I'm going to jump in first. Wait, 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 wait. Where's the Vegas money? 75% on the Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh. So, I'm going to jump in them with Vegas, and I don't even want the Raiders to win here, because guess what? Raiders are going to be just – bad enough to where they, they don't get the best talent in the draft. That's what they do, right? And we're going to be like, what, five and whatever, and we're still going to be trash. So, I agree. The Raiders will win here, and they're just going to be trash the rest of the way. Here's the thing. As hard as it is to pick the Raiders at two and a half, I like them to win here. You know why? Second year, Josh McDaniels, they need wins to sell what they're doing. Chicago Bears on the other side, they want to lose. They want the top two picks in the draft. I so badly want to see 
T-Bag, Mr. Martinsburg, should have went to WU. Dad's 17-time arm wrestling champion. He knows what it takes. I want to see him be the next Kurt Warner, the out of the pan, <laughs> the no, from nowhere to something. Looked decent in his playtime last week, but Chicago is just that bad. Give me the Raiders to cover. Yeah, I mean, it's not even about competing for the worst pick. It's just, you know, Justin Fields for what he is. He was their best option. and He's not playing or he's limited, broken thumb. So, uh, T-Bag start. Yeah, that's right. So he's not in. So they, there you go. Just give me the, the Raiders. So uh, we're across the board there, right? No lone wolves out the gate. I like it. The Browns, who's playing quarterback for the Browns this week, you know? Mr. XFL, P.J. Walker. Right, so they're riding with the big big winner from last week. The Browns are a road favorite by three going into Indy. 77% of the money in Vegas has come in on the Browns to cover. And the Colts are bad. When you look at this game, I think of it like this. Deshaun Watson, you don't know when he's coming back. He was medically cleared. Even the coach said he could play. He said, I can't put a timeline on my shoulder. You know what? The Browns came out and said, we don't need you. We don't need Nick Chubb. We got the second best defense in the NFL. We're going to go out there and win games without you. You know what they're trying to do? (laughs) It's guaranteed money. The largest guaranteed contract ever. He doesn't need to suit up. He's not a typical NFL player. He doesn't have to go out there and get game checks. He can never play again and be just fine with it. Colts on the other side of it. The Minshew Magic ain't quite doing what we thought it would do, and they might already move off Anthony Richardson, who's proven he can't stay on the field. Wow. All right, so I'm out of breath just listening to him. <laughs> no, I'm having heart palpitations over All here. All I was going to say is if anybody's watched any football game in the last three weeks, no one wants any part of the Browns' defense. No. They're all firing on all cylinders, brother, and I hate that you're out of breath, but Ooh. Biggie, I appreciate the breakdown. I actually agree with a lot of that. The uh, the Browns defense. I can't believe the Colts are this bad. All that hype with Jonathan Taylor coming back doesn't matter. So, yeah, Browns, uh, I think we got them across the board here. Let's go to the next one. We got Buffalo Biggie. This is a personal one for you. The Patriots at home. We, It's been a rough season. The Bills are getting eight and a half. Eight and a half in New England. 85% of the money coming in on the Bills. Here's the thing. <laughs> After going 33-3 against the Bills in the Tom Brady area, we have wait, now wait, been... Wait, wait, wait. 33-3? 33-3. Wow. Uh, we've now had our dicks kicked in by them for <laughs> two and a half seasons. Here's the thing in New England. Mac Jones isn't the guy. The team's pretty much given up on him. Your best defensive players are injured. You're one and five. It's the first worst start in uh, Bill Belichick's tenure there. Unless Will Greer, who does look like the second coming of Jesus Christ, gets to play a quarterback... There's nothing to watch. There's no zing. There's no zang. The Bills bounce back from a tight, deflating win last week against the Giants, and they beat us by 17. Yeah, yeah. So the Patriots have a hard time scoring about 11 points a game. I that's feel like bad. the Bills will at least score 30 on your sorry ass, so <laughs> that's a clear cover. Uh, yeah, Bills, I, I think – I think this, this could be like a 31 to 10 game. This is Biggie in a back alley. Boom. Boom. That's violent. We don't we don't condone violence. No, but, we don't. Uh, the, the Patriots. Well, when it's warranted. <laughs> the Patriots are being violated. Here's the <laughs> other part of this game right here. When you got dominated by a team for that long and you're better than them, you like to rub it in. Expect this <laughs> yeah. game to be a large yeah. margin. Ooh. Yes. It's in New England, so there's no uh, throwing of phallic objects at least. All right, the Washington Commies, the Commanders, on the road to those surprising Giants last week, but the Commanders riding the favorite wave here at a three-point spread. 
Three-point road favorites, 70% of the money coming in on the Commanders to go into the Meadowlands and win. And your thoughts? I'm all over the Commanders on this. The New York Giants are one of the worst teams in football. If they had it all to do over again, they wouldn't sign Saquon Barkley or Daniel Jones. They're a better team with Tyrod Taylor, at quarterback, although he kind of forgets that you can't run the ball with six seconds left and you have no timeouts <laughs> left. Brian Dayball is as tall as he is wide. He's a big round mound of non-tuna. He's not Bill Parcells. He wants to think he is. That offense has went wow. backwards. They traded for Darren Waller. Has he even done anything for him this year? Sam Howell, the triple-headed monster of Jack Del Rio, Eric Bieniemy, who will be the Bears head coach next year. They run through <laughs> this gauntlet. They're the third team in the NFC, so it'll make the playoffs this year. Wow. Give me the Commanders by 10. There's our old school blackout moment of the week. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> Chad, am I the only one here that thinks that? I don't know. Just pick the game so we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> Tap out. I'm tapping. <laughs> Damn it, Biggie. Whatever you just said, I agree with you, okay? Put me down. We're Chad. all thanking the Commanders for the fear of God and Biggie. Oh, yeah, you're right, though. The Giants are the worst <laughs> team in the NFL right now. Move on. Oh, all right, all right. The Falcons on the road to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Baker and company with Mike Evans getting more targets than he has in a long time are a two-and-a-half point home favorite. This is the second heaviest pick of the week for the public. 82% of the money coming in on the Buccaneers to cover at home. I am with the public, and this should be 99%. The only 1% you should see outside of this are diehard Atlanta Falcons fans because if you're a true watching the lines, love to gamble type guy, you have learned, like I have learned, the one team in the NFL you do not bet on, the Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) You're right. Give me... Fighting Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think Baker bounces back from last week, and he makes the cover here, and uh, this is an easy one for me. Probably went by six down there in Tampa Bay. So I'm I'm with you on Tampa, but I'm surprised you went there because I remember at the beginning of the year you had some confidence in Atlanta being a surprise team. Is that kind of waned now? It, I didn't realize how bad he was at quarterback. He started to play better the last couple weeks. I, just, I don't have the faith right now for them to be competing with like someone who's – in the pocket quarterback like a Baker Mayfield. I mean, Baker's playing for his career, so I'm taking Mayfield as well. So I'm with you guys. All right, Detroit, who we were talking earlier off show that they could definitely be the top three teams in the NFC and arguably maybe even number two. They are on the road, though, to Baltimore. And Baltimore at home gets three points. They are the favorite. How many games is the NFL season? 17, right? Yeah, last time I checked, Biggie. Do you know what the Detroit Lions are in the last 17 games? They're 13-4. That'd be best for the one seed in the NFC. That is good. In that same 13-4 and four stretch, remember bridge quarterback Jared Goff? They had to ship him out to Detroit. They are going to play him for a year, draft a QB. He wasn't any good, former number one overall pick. That same 17-game stretch. Resurrected. He's got almost 4,400 yards passing, 29 touchdowns, four interceptions, 67% completion percentage. Should get his name into the NFL MVP consideration this year. The Ravens are coming back across the pod for an early home game. Easiest game of the week. Throw the mortgage on the Lions. Wow. James Carville says, I have nothing else to add. No rebuttal. That's about it. So I'm I'm taking Detroit as well, Mr. Brown. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I mean, we just, we're with you. You you put that so eloquent. 
Yeah. It's dangerous letting him go in second. You notice? I this. love this. This it's is great. A, it's taking a lot of pressure off us. Yeah. I don't have to dig into the reservoir and yeah. think about all the all the little trivial facts that Biggie's Believe dropping. Me, I'm not going to talk to hear myself talk. It's if it's that poetic, <laughs> I'm going to shut the hell up and let's move on with the show. So that's what we're doing now. The Steelers on the road to the Los Angeles Rams. Only three points for the Rams at home against the Steelers, who have been very up and down. Steelers coming off a bye week, going on the road. It's a de facto home game for them, just like when the Cowboys go out there. There's no home field advantage being in Los Angeles for the Rams or the Chargers. Having said that, as up and down as the Steelers have been this year, I love the Rams at home in this game to cover. I actually think at minus three, it'll end up being a push. They're going to win by three. Matthew Stafford has looked like Super Bowl Matthew Stafford. Cooper Cup coming back from that injury with Pacu and uh, Kyron Williams. Their offense has been humming. I like the Rams. I like the direction they're headed. Much better than what they were expected to be when the season started. I think this is an easy Rams cover. Oh, by the way, 80% of the nation agrees with us. So, with us or... With you. With me. (laughs) Pump the brakes, pal. Yeah, so, uh, I'm going with the team of the best talent on the field. And that's clearly not the Steelers. (laughs) So, I'm going with, uh, what is his name? Pacquiao? Pacquiao. Pacquiao. And... Cooper Cup, who acts like he's never missed a game in his career, and Matt Stafford turn him back the clock. The Rams are going to win this game by 10 points. I feel like Pittsburgh's just one of those teams that's going to be in really close ball games, and when they're playing not-so-good teams, they'll find a way to eke those out. I think the Rams have shown they can play with the best of them. Uh, you know, if they if they got all things going, and now that they're starting to get healthy, you know, I think they're a little better. The three points is what you typically give a team. A ho- I think by the time Sunday comes around, this will not be a three point spread. It'll probably be two and a half. But uh, I'm uh, I'm also with you on the Rams. So you are right. The nation does agree with us. Foreshadowing at its finest. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the Arizona Cardinals on the road to Seattle. I heard Kyler Murray said he started practicing recently. His 21-day window to be reactivated has opened as of this week. All right, so he's getting loose, but they're a a seven-and-a-half-point dog without him. Seattle with that home favorite. Seattle at home at seven-and-a-half is a little larger spread than I would typically like to pick them there. But after starting the season hot, playing everyone close, the Cardinals have kind of faded into the team we more thought they would be. Tough loss last week on the road, early game, Seattle to your Bengals. I think they bounce back nicely this week. They have a great home field advantage. Give me the fighting Genos to cover. I say I'm going opposite right there. I'm going with the Cardinals. I think the Seahawks win by three points. And the Cardinals are going to keep it close because, damn it, I need the running back to do something because he's my fantasy team. You're welcome for that gift. Go, Chad. I went back and forth. I actually went Cardinals, Seahawks, Cardinals, Seahawks. I stayed on Seahawks. I'm with you, Biggie. The Cardinals are kind of regressing as the weeks go by. And if I'm to believe that the Bengals – I like that. Point five right there. I'm you just like telling that? You. That that is a spoken like it's a, a guy. It's a big line. It's a big point five. I like that right there. I'm but, telling you, that's what changed my mind. But if I'm to believe the Bengals are back and are back on the right track, then I need Seattle to be a good team, and a good team wins by ten here. Right. So I get it. I got I got Seattle. So we finally have a lone wolf. I love it. Cardinals. I love watching Cardinals in the winter. <laughs> right? Don't you? 
Yeah. Is that your lone wolf just to talk about? You like to watch Cardinals? No. Kaka. Kaka. <laughs> that, that Cardinal was sick. <laughs> Don't mind it. <laughs> Let's see if we can get another lone wolf here. The pack. Green Bay on the road to Denver. Green Bay is a one-point road favorite in a battle of two teams that just aren't very good. 68% of the public likes Green Bay to cover that spread. (laughs) I agree with them. Do you want to know why? It's like I said earlier. It's such high hopes for Sean Payton turning it around. Denver's already sellers. Judy's out the door. Vance Joseph should be out the door. Green Bay, Matt LaFleur has proven that he's a good coach coming off a bye week through the first four seasons he's been there. I like them to go in there and win this game by three, four points. You know, like nine to seven or nine to six. <laughs> gotcha. So, like, Aaron Rodgers leaves. We have Jordan Love. He goes into Denver. And, like, 70% almost of the nation thinks, no big deal. He's going to walk in there and just beat Russell Wilson because Russ is that fucking bad. Hey. And guess what? I fucking agree with him. <laughs> I mean, it's pathetic. I, I can't. How add. far has Russ fallen? Denver is. Com- Think about it. They're competing with the Giants for the worst team. That's the nice version. <laughs> it's just being honest. Yeah. I'm just being honest. The uh, Pack go in there and win, and so oh, they got to win at least by one. This is the lock of the week. It, it probably it like Denver's in fire sale mode too. They're trying to offload their assets. They're not competitive. Russ is questioning life. It's a disaster piece. He, he even started pooping now. Oh, no. <laughs> the Chargers. That's a team. They're on the road to the Chiefs. The Chiefs are getting five and a half at Arrowhead. At home, five and a half. Fifty-six percent of the public likes the Chiefs to cover that spread at home. I am not with the public because when you look at these games, they always come down to a three or four point game. 24, 20, 27, 24. Look through the history of these games. Here's the one thing I know for sure about this game. The refs will make sure that the Chiefs win because they got to keep Otete coming to every game. Backdoor cover, 27, 23. Chiefs win. Chargers cover. See, I disagree because... Tay-Tay is the biggest thing that's happened in the NFL since the history of the NFL. I'm telling you right now, they need <laughs> to cover here because if they don't cover, the big money's not coming in on the Chiefs, and that's what they want. Taylor Swift for president. <laughs> for president? Chiefs cover. So Chiefs cover. I think the Chargers might win this game outright. I mean, it's just one of those things where the Chargers are never that good, but they somehow find these big wins that make them seem like they might be a little better. And the Chiefs haven't played great. Like they I agree just, with you. They just find a way to win. And I think the Chargers have enough offense to put some stress load on that team. And, you know, I, I just – I think they might actually win. So, five and a half was a big spread. Uh, I, I'm, I feel like you see Butker maybe kicking a game-winning field goal. So, I got the, the Chargers covered. I'm a lone wolf again. Back to back. Since I can't do it in Atlanta, I'm, I'm going to take I'll, pride I'll in I'll help you just for the sound effect. You want to do the drum beat? Boom, 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 That was for you. We teased you enough about your Braves on the other show. I don't know. The Dolphins on the road to the Eagles. I love this game. Mm. This is a battle of contenders. We'll find out who might be a pretender. The Dolphins, two and a half point dog. The Eagles getting the home love. 
The Dolphins on the road in the city of brotherly love. 65% of the public likes them to cover that two and a half as a dog. I am with them. You want to know why? When you look at the Dolphins' record and who they've played this year, they've looked really good in a few games. They came back from 14-0 to beat the Panthers by three touchdowns last week. Put up 70 on Denver, but the one true contest they've had this year, they went up to Buffalo, got their dick kicked in. This is a bigger game for them than it is for Philadelphia. Philadelphia's offense has not clicked yet this year. Miami goes in there on Sunday night and wins by a tutty. Wow. (laughs) I'm telling you, I I 100% agree. What what else am I going to say there? 100%. Like, everything the Eagles have done this year, they win. It's sloppy. Like, they win very close. They're not the same as, like, a Niners. You know what I'm saying? Not in the same stratosphere. I, so, who's your pick? Oh, I'm definitely going Dolphins. All right, just making sure. All right, so I think the the Dolphins and Eagles are two really, really good teams. And okay. I wouldn't be surprised if either wins. But with the Eagles struggling, I can see the Dolphins getting some points. And you just mentioned this past week against the Panthers. When they were down 14 now, were you even that worried? Like, you felt like they could score. I still felt comfortable they were going to cover a 14-and-a-half point spread. (laughs) And they did. Yes. It was an amazing cover. That's the team I think you get. And I think Buffalo, divisional matchup, it's a little different than just playing a good team. And I think think Miami establishes themselves as a contender here. So, We're across the board, right? Yes, yes. All right. So this is the last game. I felt like we flew through these. I I guess we got some bye weeks. I know the Bengals are on a bye week. No Cowboys, baby. Oh, thank God. Absolutely. NFL is life will be uh, forever better from that. I've exhaled so many times this week (laughs) because of no Cowboys games. There it is again. All right. All right. So the last game, Monday night. The Niners. We got some question marks. We don't know who's playing. They they're they're banged up. Coming off their loss to Cleveland, they're still a six and a half point favorite going into Minnesota. I love this game. I'm with the 77 percent of the public who has the Niners covering. They're going into Minnesota, so it's a Monday night road game. You don't know quite who's playing yet for San Francisco, but what we do know is that Justin Jefferson is not playing for the Minnesota Vikings. What we do know about the Minnesota Vikings is that this game will be close, but ultimately they'll lose by a touchdown. That's what always happens to them. I think if the loss last week is, you know, sometimes a loss is a good loss. I think it's a good loss from the Niners. We all think they're the best team in the NFL. They bounce back this week. They're deep. Debo's back. McCaffrey should be back. I don't think that they cover the six and a half. I think they win by two scores. Mm. So we often talk about like NFL teams that kind of act like like college programs, and the Niners are one of those teams. They have a philosophy. They say this is the personnel we want. This is what we put on the field. This is how we strategize. I feel like after they lost that one game, they're going to roll off like another five. So give me the Niners in a big way this week. So it's kind of a wake-up call, right? And I think given time to prepare now, if you're going to start lightening the workload for some of these guys, like Kyle Shanahan is the guy that can make that adjustment. And I think they'll maximize their skill set with Brock Purdy. You know, we, we saw Kittle not be a part of the offense at all for the whole season. Then all of a sudden you get the outburst. They can make some adaptions. To your point, you said it earlier. 
Cleveland's defense has been that damn good. So I'm going to take that as, as the reason why I think the Niners cover this game easily as well. Uh, if, if I'm still going to stand behind that number one power ranking, which all of us did, they, they, need, to sh- they need to show up there. Oh, you didn't? Who did you have? <laughs> ah, so, trying to distract me. No, I Don't look that. over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one there can save me. <laughs> yeah. uh, but they're, if they're going to be number one, they need to show out. Yep, I agree. I only have one thing to say about this. We were pretty much on par with a lot of our picks. Home field advantage used to be a real big thing. As far as spreads go this week, we only, at least myself, chose three home teams to cover the spread this week. But that's been something mm. that we've noticed lately is, like, road teams are not not having a heart that, like, I think last year, when it, like, 56% of the time road teams covered? Yeah, they just showed, like, say, this game tonight, Jacksonville's 5-2 and two on the season. They're 4-0 oh in true road games. Well, guess what? We're 5-0 and oh this week because all of us had the Jaguars making that that's cover. Right. And as we wind down our show here, it's already taken place. So, Anyway, any closing thoughts, Big? I'll just give it back to you one more time before we uh, say bye to everybody. Hammer the Lions. He likes the Lions. 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-GAMBLER.COM. Mr. Brown, what about you? I love you guys. Hey, I love you too. Let's just make sure that we hammer the Lions because we need to get that money. Everybody, if you're having a problem with gambling, who do you call, Biggie? 1-800-GAMBLER or 1-800-GAMBLER.COM if you're not the phone type person. Even if it's not the correct uh, number for your state, it'll help get you to the right place. So make sure you check that out. Don't let it be a problem. Thanks for listening in to the We Don't Know Sports Stone Cold Lead Pipe Locks of the Week. Make sure you follow us on NFL Pick Watch. And make sure you check out the other show if you haven't found it. We're dropping you new episodes typically every Friday. But thanks for letting us invade your eardrums once again. This has been the We Don't Know Sports Podcast. We will see you next week for Week 8. Until next time. Bye-bye.